Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform, Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space, you know, we are supposed to be practicing. They say it's social distancing, but I really think the the right word that we should be using is physical distancing. Yes. We are human beings, right? We need to be social. And so, you know, being social can look like you FaceTiming your family, right? Or hopping on online and chatting with folks. So I think maybe taking a walk could be a good thing too. Even if you're not going to be interacting with people, we can still go outside to you know, get fresh air to exercise. So I think just getting outside, taking a moment to be with yourself and being mindful what type of content you're putting into your spirit. That is so important. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or even a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or if you feel comforted throughout the episode, lady, please leave us a review and tell us what we're doing right so we can stay on track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit herspacepodcast.com and enter your email address to get updates about our live events and all of the new beginnings that we have for this year. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey girl, hey, it's Terry here from the Herspace Podcast. Every Wednesday, I release a Wisdom Wednesday mini episode that'll give you the quick boost you need to get you through hump day. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click the Wisdom Wednesday with Terry link under start here to get your weekly gems. I hope to see you there. Okay, lady, we are in such an interesting time in the world and Dom and I We chatted about this when we first heard about this COVID-19 pandemic. And we said, you know, we want her space to be a safe haven. We want to kind of talk about things other than what's going on. But as life continues to move on, this continues to be such a big focal point in all of our lives. It's like the one thing that's connecting us together. And so we really wanted to take an opportunity this week to chat about how to maximize our time and uplift our spirit while we're practicing going to use air quotes here, social distancing. So our goal today is just really to give you a fresh perspective on some ideas that you can implement in your life today 
to help with this predicament that we're in. Because we do believe that although there it, it may be an inconvenient and a tragic experience, right, for some folks, there is always a silver lining and we do have to have hope in order to keep pushing. So Dom's going to take it away and give us our quote of the day and then we're going to dive on in. And our quote of the day comes from Ms. Jane Fonda. The challenge is not to be perfect. It's to be whole. To be whole. When I hear that, I hear that right now is a good time for us to center ourselves and focus on going inward and figuring out what changes, what adaptations we can make in our lives to get to a space where we do feel whole. How about you, T, when you hear that, what um, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, that's a really good quote, Dom. I feel like for me, it it feels like it's one of those quotes where it's like the story of my life where I'm like, ooh, as a recovering perfectionist and one that has always been, I, I've kind of been raised that way, right? To have everything perfect and to do the best that I can. And if it's not perfect, it's not worthy, right? And so for me, that is like a, a ground shaking quote for me. And it's like, Ooh, what does wholeness even mean? Right. It makes me think about what does wholeness mean to an individual? And so, so I think it's a very concise, but powerful quote that we can all really lean into at this moment in time where the world is really on pause, like never before. Yes, I agree. I think that I like what you said about a recovering perfectionist, right? That, and I think that I identify with that too, in terms of like just growing up feeling like you had to be perfect. And knowing that that sense of perfectionism led to a lot of anxiety. And for some of us, that strive for perfection has led to depression because we weren't ever able to and never will be able to achieve perfection. I think what it also does, though, is it can send people in a couple of different directions. And so one of those directions is this sense of not accomplishing anything because you're so afraid of it not being perfect that it's easier to just not do it at all. Another direction that people can go in is they take on everything and they keep piling on and piling on, which still prevents them from achieving that sense of perfection. But then when they don't achieve that perfection, they can say, oh, well, it's because I had 20 things on my to-do list. So how was I going to be able to achieve perfection? Dom, you sharing that, it makes me think about when I would do homework as a kid, right? For me, homework time at, you know, at home after school was a very stressful, anxiety inducing experience. And for me, I just want to kind of paint this picture of what perfectionism looked like for me and where it stemmed from. Like this, this deep, I want to say dark obsession with things being perfect, which is typically unattainable, right? But I would be the kid that's doing homework. And if I made a mistake, in pencil on my homework assignment, 
my mom will go off. We had to erase that thing and make it damn near perfect. And so because of that, those instances of having to erase things to perfection and having no marks on my paper, I became that kid where I'm writing on a piece of paper. So Dom, imagine that loose leaf paper, right? We used to have in school yes. where you're writing on paper and you know, you start off in the top corner, you write your date, you write your name, right? If you're using MLA, that might be, you know, it might be a little different, but you write your information up there. And if I made a mistake, oh, I crinkled the paper up and I started fresh. And so that was a constant thing for me of like, oh, if there are any blemishes, if there are any imperfections, it's not good enough. And so that came through in my work with myself on my body, right? So when I had breakouts, when I got a scar, I mean, it was this devastating moment of, oh my gosh, it's no longer perfect. And so when you you said what you said, Dom, and I think about wholeness that we talked about in that quote and what it means to be whole, for me, that means wholeness includes everything. It's like, it's multifaceted. It's, it's the good and the not so good, right? It's the imperfections, right? It's the true essence of who we are. And it's all of the things that make us who we are. And so for me, that includes the mistakes, the scars, right? The things that we were told are not perfect, but wholeness is everything. Exactly. It's about embracing all of that. And I think about this time that we're in right now where we're all at home. And if we are at home and we're not, we're not able to go and be quote unquote busy, right? So we're not able to occupy our time with all of the extra things in life that we tend to add to our lives. This provides us with, for some of us, at least it feels like extra time. And I look at this extra time as an opportunity to tap into and explore what makes us whole. So team, like let's, let's dive in. I'm excited to kind of dive into this about how we can utilize this time to really like plant the seeds or I don't know, I'm not a gardener. So my, analogy is not about to come out correct. So let me not even try it. We rocking with you. Okay. I felt myself going there and I was like planting planting the seed, tilling the soil. Um I don't know enough about gardening, so let me stop But you get the picture that I'm trying to paint, right? That we are gonna take this time to really pour into ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dom, I think you made a good point. Like this is an opportunity. Yes, it's a sad situation, right? For a lot of people because people are impacted by COVID-19. And so it's one of those situations in life where it's like you're presented with something and we kind of have to encourage ourselves to see the opportunity, if that makes sense, right? Once we kind of, you know, I don't know, Dom, I'm torn because like we talked about before we started recording, there are so many people out there that have various home lives, right? They're not maybe in an ideal state. And so we're going to share with you some things that you can focus on while we're in this, this time of being at home. But we do want to take a moment to just hold space for people that are in abusive relationships and they have to be in the house with their abusive partner or their abusive family members or maybe you just don't have a comfortable home environment where you don't have your own space. I remember when I was younger and 
we had, you know, we were living on a one bedroom shelter and I came home from school and it wasn't a safe haven. You know, it was uncomfortable. I had to go take a bath and put on my headphones. And that was the only space that I had for myself. Right. So I really think it's important for all of us to just think about the people that don't have the ideal home life and the ideal situation, right? Maybe they don't have food or they don't have the finances to make it a comfortable environment. And let's just hold space and just all together, like send them positive vibes because there are a lot of people out there that are kind of stuck in situations that are not ideal. Yes. And thank you for holding that space, Terry. I think that it's important to acknowledge that for people that have no choice in their current home environment, that there are resources where you can get some assistance and you can use safe words to allow yourself to communicate with people without having to fear putting yourself in further danger. And so what we'll do in the show notes is we will include some of that information links to some of those resources. And Don, really quick, before we dive into the first one, what exactly, I think I know what a safe word is, but in the context of this, what exactly is a safe word and how does that work? So right now for a lot of people who are seeing a mental health professional, they've moved to online or phone therapy. And so one of the things that we've discussed with, at least where I work, we've, what we've discussed with clients is if you were in a situation where you don't feel safe and we are trying to have a therapy session, that you and your therapist establish a word that lets the therapist know that you can say it, or word or a phrase, That seems pretty innocuous and you and your therapist know what that word or phrase is so that when you say it, your therapist knows that you are no longer in a safe space, that you no longer feel safe to continue the conversation. And, And so, yeah, so it's something that allows the person to continue to engage with therapy, but Mm -hmm. also cluing the therapist into, okay, my abusive partner has walked into the room. I can't continue this conversation in the way we were discussing it. Got you. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate that. Okay. Shall we dive into our first sort of recommendation on what folks should focus on during this time, Dom? Shall we dive in? Yes. Let's go on ahead okay. and dive in. So our first tip is to engage in self-care. So. And we say that because we want to acknowledge that. So for at this point, at this point, for most of us, we've been home for a couple of weeks now. Right. And for most of us, we're at that point where we're realizing that, wait, I, maybe I'm ex- I've been exhausted or maybe I've been doing a lot, doing the most, doing too much. <laughs> right. And I've been doing all the things except taking care of myself. And if I'm going to have use this opportunity to reset, then pouring into myself is what's going to help me to have the energy and have the helpful mindset to do a reset. Dom, you know, it's coming. How you been practicing self-care, girl? (laughs) 
<laughs> so for me, self-care has looked like having a good routine. Mm. So making sure, and I, you know, y'all hear me talk about this all the time about the importance <laughs> of sleep, right? I can't, I truly cannot stress that enough. So for me, it really is making sure that I get enough sleep. And honestly, since I'm not commuting to work anymore, I'm getting more sleep and it feels amazing. Yes. I, I really appreciate, like I used to prioritize like, okay, wait, I need to get seven hours of sleep. Now I'm in some nights I was good about that. Other nights, uh, maybe six, six and a half. But now I truly am getting at least seven hours of sleep and I'm waking up later. And so I think that that has been helpful as well. I think something else that I've been doing that I recently did, I had several like video chats with friends and family. And I think in the coming weeks, I'm going to be adding more of that, of more video chats with friends and family to stay in touch. And I think what's really been helpful about that is that it allows me to actually see people. And after the first couple of times of doing it, I was like, wait, why haven't I, why have I not been doing this with folks a long time? Why didn't I start this a long time ago? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Particularly mm-hmm. with my friends and family that live further away and that I don't get to visit as often as I'd like. So that's some of the ways for me, having that routine where I'm getting enough sleep, where I'm exercising and making time to video chat with friends and family has been my form of self-care. What about for you? So for me, Don, I'm with you. Structure is so key. So I have been getting dressed in the morning, even though I'm not going to work, I'm with you where it's like, I don't have to commute now. So I have a lot more time, it feels like, in the morning. So I actually get up and get dressed for work and look presentable because we do a lot of video chats. And I find that for me, getting up and getting dressed, it just makes me feel, I don't know, it just makes me feel legit, right? Like, it just makes me feel like, okay, I'm actually going to the office to do work. And it's not as easy to, like, slack off or just stay in the bed. Because when you're dressed up, don't nobody want to be laying in bed with their, with that, you know, outside clothes on and where you're, you know, looking presentable. I want to be comfortable and chill in the bed. So I would say that for sure, getting dressed for work. 
for me, I'm also trying to work out three times a week. So I do that virtually, either with an online class or working with the trainer that I was working with before. We just meet on Zoom and we do workouts. And that's been so good for me to just move my body since I'm sitting down a lot throughout the day. Dom, I have been binge watching shows on Netflix. I never thought I'd watch, girl. Me and my husband have been just binge watching everything, okay? Like what? I need to know. I need to know because I've been binge watching some stuff too. So what have you been watching? So we watched Self Made. That was great. So that was nice. I still need to watch the other show that you recommended for me. But girl, we don't want girl. We got caught up in Tiger King. Oh, I need to watch that. Everybody keeps talking about that. Self Made will be watched by the end of this week for me. Yes. And Dom, when you watch Tiger King. So the thing about it is. I watched, it was very, it was like a train wreck that you just can't take your eyes off of. But here's the thing. When I watched it, I felt like I put my Dom, my Dr. Dom hat on because I was looking at the psychological aspect of things and how there were so many, like, we got to do an episode. We may have to do an episode about that. Once you watch it down, let me know. Because girl, I saw a lot of narcissistic behavior in there and I was just like, oh Lord, it was deep. Oh, it was wow. very deep. Okay. okay. Now you, now I'm intrigued. I'm like, I need <laughs> to watch this. Oh, Dom, you have to. And we got to process it together. So please let me know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I would say also for me, Dom, I'm with you doing the FaceTimes with my family. So doing group FaceTime, just being in touch more with people that I usually don't talk to as much because we're so busy, right? I would also say the other thing, girl, like doing my meditation, meal prepping, eating healthy, and then girl, taking baths. Like I took a bath I had some bad cramps earlier and I just took a bath in the morning before work, which I like never do. And it just felt so good just to be in there chilling and have my candle lit, my little incense and just get in my mind right before the day. So those are some of the things that I'm doing to practice self-care. Those are excellent. One of the things that, as you mentioned, like taking a hot bath, one of the things that I thought about is like, what if you were in a household where there's, where there's multiple people? And how, how are you really going to take care of yourself when there's multiple people? So one of the things that I like to suggest to folks is to shut yourself in the bathroom. You know, you mentioned it earlier too, of when y'all were living in the one bedroom apartment where bath time was that was your time, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I think that's one way to definitely get that quiet time that you need and be able to like pour into yourself while you're simultaneously doing something that we all have to do. And that is take care of our personal hygiene. Right. (laughs) So you you're kind of like multitasking. Okay, that's a good point. I do want to add. You know, we are supposed to be practicing. They say it's social distancing, but I really think the the right word that we should be using is physical distancing. Yes. We are human beings, right? We need to be social. And so, you know, being social can look like you FaceTiming your family, right? Or hopping on online and chatting with folks. So I think maybe taking a walk could be a good thing too. Even if you're not going to be interacting with people, we can still go outside to, you know, get fresh air to exercise. So I think just getting outside, taking a moment to be with yourself and being mindful what type of content you're putting into your spirit. That is so important. 
right before this happened, Dom, and we had this like stay at home mandate, I did a, a very thorough clean of my Instagram and I unfollowed just about everybody. And I only followed accounts that aligned with the goals that I had because sometimes, you know how it is when you see something on Instagram, you get wrapped in and then you're comparing yourself or you just see something that does it, that rubs you the wrong way and you think about it later. I just really wanted to curate content that just really spoke to my spirit. And so Don, when I tell you that I went from following probably hundreds of thousands of people to like 26 people right now, my feed, it is so clean. It is so positive. Everything I see on my feed is something I like. Like I like everything on my feed because I've curated it that way. So I would say whether you're listening to other podcasts or you're listening to YouTube videos, turn the news off, right? You can tune into the news here and there to get the, the, you know, the most important updates, but turn that off and listen to something that is going to feed your spirit. Also, I'm really excited to share this, but y'all Dom and I went live on Instagram for the first time last week and we had a ball. Okay. We yes, went live. We it was, Dom, was that amazing or what? I was, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I am so <laughs> proud of myself for that technology use because we know getting me to engage in social media is not easy. (laughs) So you did a bomb job. You was killing it, girl. I enjoyed that. I, and I'm ready to do more. Yes. And we are going to do more. I do want to say, lady, if you have not followed us on Instagram, you need to go to her space podcast. That's our Instagram, her at her space podcast, because one thing Dom and I realized as well is the more we posted videos on our Instagram, we found out that people had our voices mixed up. I thought that was the funniest thing, Dom. And they were like, wait, I thought that was Terry's voice and this was Dom's voice. And I was like, really? So you have to go on Instagram to see whose voice is whose. And then also, Dom, I know we said we're going to go live again. So when are we, do you remember when we said we're going to do it so we can let our ladies know so they can tune in? I believe we said that we would go live on Friday, April 10th, I believe. I think you're right. And lady, if we, if it's not true, we're going to have to do it now because we're sharing it with you. We said we're going to go live Friday, April 10th. I think it was at 5 p.m., right, Dom? Yes, 5 p.m. Boom. Pacific time. So that would be 8 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So lady, there you have it. Friday, April 10th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you've got to do your Googles and figure out what time we're going to be live in your location, please meet us live on Instagram. We are going to have a ball. Thank you to everyone that showed up last time. We had so much fun. That was like epic. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get back to our next two steps, right? And notice we spent a good bulk of the time in self-care because again, when it comes to feeding yourself and getting yourself back whole, self-care is the is probably the most important step, at least to me. I don't know about for you, T, but Considering how much time and energy we spent talking about the things we're doing for self-care, yes, I say that it really is the most important step, right? So lady, now that you've gotten self-care under control, like you you know what you're doing, you know you got your plan in place. Now, the next thing is to be still. And I don't know about for you, but being still can be one of the hardest things to do 
in a society where we are conditioned to be productive all the time. We are conditioned to be busy. And so being still means taking time to really go inward and think. And some of that thinking you can do outwardly. So we've come up with a couple of journal questions that you can take time to answer to kind of help you in this moment of stillness. So the first question, when is the last time you did something for yourself? What led to you doing something, this thing for yourself? And so you want to spend some time just kind of writing about just giving the details, fleshing out the details, almost kind of like telling a story of when was the last time you did something for yourself. The next question, describe what your 15-year-old self thought your life would look like in this moment. So again, describe what your 15-year-old self thought your life would look like in this moment. How different is your current state from what your 15-year-old self imagined? What are the things that maybe you want to change? What are the things that you want to stay the same? And as you're thinking about the things that you want to stay the same, that leads to our third journal entry, which is, what are the things you are grateful for and why? So take some time to kind of express a lot of gratitude. T, when you take time to like be still, because I know you're really great about meditation and journaling. What are some of the things that you focus on in your meditations and focus on in your journal writing? Why, thank you, Dom. I'll be trying, girl. I'm definitely a work in progress, but it, it's definitely been, that practice has been enhanced for me over the years. I think for me, Dom, putting my phone like on silent, that is so key. I, there are meditation apps that I use on my phone. So sometimes I'll either put it on airplane mode so I don't get distracted by text messages coming through. And then I usually will light a candle, maybe light an incense, and then set an intention for that sacred time with myself. I think it's a great time to. Lady, I realize that everyone has different, you know, religious or spiritual beliefs. So whatever you believe your higher power to be, I think it's a great opportunity to invite your higher power in or invite God in, right? Into that space with you and realize that we are, we have so much power. Like we are connected to the creator. We are connected to source. And so I think realizing that when you set an intention, if you believe that that's possible, it can come true. And so I know for me, the other day when I was meditating and writing my gratitude journal, I just asked God to give me a message at that moment that I needed to hear. I, kinda, I didn't really know what I needed and I didn't really know what intention I wanted to set. So I was just like, you know what, God, can you just give me something that I need to hear right now? And I went through and just kind of, you know, did my meditation and I got exactly what I needed in that moment. And so I think setting an intention, being still, realizing the beautiful moment this is where the world is so quiet. It's so, it really is paused right now. And so this is a great time to just reflect on life, right? To reflect on your career, to reflect on the, just where you want to be in life in general. You don't have to take action on it just yet. 
because we're in the be still moment. But just thinking about those things and writing everything that comes to mind, writing it down in a journal, just writing all that stuff out, getting it out of you and being clear on what's coming up for you, right? Just holding space for yourself, being gentle with yourself as those things come up. Well, that leads us right into, (laughs) that was the perfect setup. That that leads us right into step three, which is to, it's to engage in that goal setting, right? So now that we've spent our time going inward and we've taken that from what was in and wrote it out in the journal, now it's time to look at that and actually do something with it. So T, tell us what should we do once we've gotten these things written out? Okay, Dom, I'm trying to contain the excitement because this is my topic. I'm about that action. I I love the goals. So I'm like, okay, keep it together. No, but for me, I think that the first step, also ladies, just as a side note, we do have a link in the show notes to my free goal mapping workbook. This is a system that I've used for really, I think the past, what? 10 plus years or so to map out my goals and just keep me on track in the midst of chaos and life adversity because things are always, you know, being thrown on our path, but we can still make progress on the goals. And so I think the first step is to brainstorm or brainstorm or do a brain dump, right? Either one. And what that looks like is put everything that's in that beautiful mind of yours, put it all in a device or on paper. Like it all needs to get out of your head because I know for me personally, I get overwhelmed easily. And so with all the ideas just floating around in there, it's just, it's anxiety inducing sometimes. And so I think just doing a brain dump, getting everything out is the first step. That's so important. And then after that, the next step would be to take an honest look at your life and think about what am I optimizing for at this point, right? And I think Dom and I are at very unique stages in our personal journey. So I'll dive into mine and then Dom will tie in where she's at right now. But I think for me, when I realized that we were going to be at home for such a long period of time, it made me think about, okay, you know, what am I, what am I optimizing for in my life? And do I need to pivot? Right. I've been watching various companies around the world change their marketing strategies and their campaigns and their focuses based on, oh wait, Dom, is it foci? Is that the right word? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. I remember you said that in a previous episode and I was like, okay, Dr. Dom, they're, they're foci (laughs) and we've been shifting based on what we're facing in the world. And so for me, I think we may have talked about this on the live, Dom, but you know, I am trying to launch my book and the book is nearly finished, but you know, one of the colleagues I'm working with is in Italy. And as you know, life is very challenging there because of what they're faced with and how COVID-19 has hit the community. And so for me, what that looks like is, okay, the book is still important for me. It may not be the top priority, but I'm choosing to pivot and lean into the things that I haven't had time for. So for me, that's like my online business. I'm doing a masterclass on podcasting, right? And we talked about that. So definitely reach out on Instagram to learn more about how to register for that. And that's one of the things that I'm focusing on. So I'm leaning into the business aspect and my online courses and things that I haven't been able to focus on because life was so busy. And so for me, Don, that's what pivoting looks like for me is focusing on those things. What about you? How is life looking for you? So for me, life is looking like this is an opportunity for me to take the time to get caught up, right? So 
I do a lot, (laughs) (laughs) probably more than I should. And so what it's doing is allowing me time. I was working on an ebook chapter for psychology instructors with a couple of colleagues and we finished that. And so, and we were so proud of ourselves because we finished it two days before the deadline and two days before the original deadline. And they had given us, they had given everyone, all contributors, an extra month to complete it. We were so proud of ourselves for getting it done those two days before the original deadline. So we don't, didn't even need the extension. And so for me, like initially when I saw that email of, oh, you can have an extra month. My initial thought was, oh, bet I got more time. And then I stopped and I was like, no, let's get this done because then you can take this off of your plate and that frees up time to focus on other things. And so for me, what I'm trying to do is to use this time to get things off of my plate so that my time can be, I can be more intentional and put more energy into each thing that I do. Because one of the things that I'm recognizing is that if I have my hand in so many things, that there's going to be something that might not be getting 100%. And I don't want to continue to be like that. I love that. Donna. What it's really doing is allowing me to take things off my plate. And then as opportunities present themselves, I can be more intentional about, okay, is this something that I really want to do? Like you were saying earlier, is this something that truly aligns with my goals and my values? And can I practice saying no? that part. Dom, I love that you share that because this is an opportunity. This is a time where, you know, you may see people doing stuff on social media. You may see people, you know, making moves and, and, and just, you know, doing things in the business and you don't have to feel pressured to do that. If this is a time for you, we're all in different stages of our journey. If this is a period of time for you where you need to rest and regroup and take things off your plate, that's okay. And if it's a time for you to pursue your goals and things like that, that's okay too. So we will be sure to add a link to the goal mapping workbook in the show notes. So we'll also add a link to, there are lots of free classes that are being offered right now and different, yeah, different virtual opportunities and things like that. We'll add a link to the podcasting masterclass that I'm going to facilitate on April 18th. We'll add that as well. And lady, you'll be all good to go. Yes. I think the thing to realize is identify what it is that you need most. So like you said, T, like, do you need rest or do you need refocus? Whatever it is, use this time to just do it. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the HerSpace podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit herspacepodcast.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the start here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider.
If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. There's something inside of me that's bigger than any obstacle. We'll see you next week, lady.